my mother My old man is another Child has grown old If dreams were thunder Lightning was desire This old house would have burned down Oh, a long time ago Broadcasting from the Live Network Studios in West Atlantic City, New Jersey, it's the Quizzo Trivia Podcast with your hosts, Nick and Drew. To participate, tweet us at Quizzo Podcast or send us an email at info at QuizzoPodcast.com. That's Q-U-I-Z-Z-O. Now, let's get to the show. Nick is only going to be able to hear the unbelievably beautiful music playing behind him in replay. Thanks, quarantine. I don't know. I'm going to let her continue a little bit. So is the song uh, Angel from Montgomery uh, ring a bell to you, Nick? <laughs> yeah, it does. Um, a lot of people have covered it. Just, just talking about it. Yeah, I believe the, um, I want to say the quintessential version of Angel is the Bonnie Raitt version. What do you think about that? I like this one better. I had the choice between the two of them, and I like this one better. It's it's way it lesser. Yes, yes, it is. is Susan Tedeschi. Tedeschi. You are. Okay. Wa- you are. The, those are the two, and uh, you know, I guess it just becomes a, you know, you like the more recent or the classic. Yeah, uh, I listen. Uh, I listen to them yeah. both, and I, you know, <laughs> I was first introduced to the song from Dave Matthews. He covers it, um, and frequently covers it with Tim Reynolds when they do the acoustic version. But I didn't feel right about playing that version compared to these two after I listened to all three of them. It really was a tough choice between them, but I went with Tedeschi because a I always like the underdog. You know that, um, and, and okay. b man, when you hear this, her voice is like just just butter like you can't it just it fits this and so does bonnie Raitt, but bonnie Raitt's feels a little more commercial and this one feels a little bit more raw and authentic i got i got a little bit into a youtube thing the other night reminiscing and um i'm pretty sure i wasn't you know we, we don't talk about these before we get on the air so nope I, i'm not exactly sure but i believe if i remember correctly and i will tell you this is late at night and i had had a few beers but i believe there's a version of it with uh tedeschi trucks and they go right into sugar Ray, and it's Ooh. like a 22 minute uh yeah so obviously that is a must watch unless i clicked on something i'm thinking of something else but i'm pretty sure that that uh so i did hear the tedeschi trucks band doing it uh her, her voice sugar is Ray. absolutely just angelic like, I love Tedeschi Trucks. I don't know how you feel about them. But. Yeah, that's a great band. And they, they are fun. They remind me of, I got to see them actually in Nashville at the, what was the original Grand Old Opry. Sure, of course. It's not called that anymore. Nope. Because they moved the Grand Old Opry. Yeah, it's out the, the Verizon Ball. Center now. <laughs> um, but, uh, just kidding. I got to see them. I think I was two rows back. I, I got some great uh, pictures of it. But anyway, they remind me of... If you had the greatest wedding band in history, like that's the fifteen-piece going everywhere. Is that I mean, a compliment? <laughs> you know what you guys are? You're like the greatest wedding yeah, band. Uh, yeah, because I mean it. I, I, so listen, I mean it as a compliment because I'm just talking about a fifteen-piece with horns. It's a, it's everybody's active and multiple lead singers, and they they just got everything. You know, it's it's one of those. You know. It's not a three-piece band. No. Put it this way. If you're booking them, you better get ready for the load because it's it's a big one. Yeah. 
Um, I'm a big fan. You know, I've been following Derek Truck since uh, since the days of the Allman Brothers and even before that when he was doing his own thing, and, and he's just fantastic. Not exactly Mr. Personality. Uh, but, uh, Not on stage, that's for sure. Uh. <laughs> no, but you can definitely see a, an unbelievable musical chemistry between uh, uh, him and his wife, and, and Tedeschi Trucks is, is unique. in that super group, right? Yeah, we, we sure did. And he played in a super group with like Robert Randolph. And... Yep, we sure did. Uh, um, and we also saw him at Modown when we recorded Modown, and uh, he was there. Um, and no, I'm, th- I'm thinking about the time when we first discussed his uh, on stage persona. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, so this guy is uh, is just like Eddie Van Halen, right? <laughs> like he's who's the most who's the most like Slash, right? And slash run up and down and stuff like who's the most uh eccentric lead guitar oh, player guitar guy yeah like the lead singer of kiss peter or the Townsend. yeah peter Townsend. there you go the great the, the big uh the arm going in the motion yeah, the windmill yeah. the windmill the right 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 this guy this is so this guy's like peter Townsend. Uh, uh... oh mate don't bring that up mate Wait, I'm doing research. Research. Listen, listen. Are you, you are a. I'm writing a book, okay? And the theme <laughs> of the book just happens to be that grotesque subject, okay? Which is the only reason I was searching for it all over all my computers, I assure you, officer. Um, let's start you off with this one because we were going into a very unpleasant place very quickly uh, for the Quiz of Trivia podcast. Nick, I came loaded this week. Things are going well online to the extent that people are participating. It's all I care about. Numbers, not important. People enjoying it and sending positive feedback, important. We're working on new things, folks. We're finding technologies out there that could help us make this experience better for you for the next month or however long we're stuck here. Um, <clears throat> so I came hard. I got um, chock full, man. I got three, four every single category. So I'm going to start you off with a multiple choice question. Who doesn't love multiple choice questions, right? 20, 40, 60, 80. What percentage of Americans have never been outside America? 20, 40, 60, 80. What percentage of Americans have never been outside America? All right, 20, 60, or 80? 20, 40, 60, or 80. Oh, so there's four. Okay, I got four choices. Four a, B, C, D. Yes, you could go all the way high or all the way low, which is to say I've given you nothing. Yeah, yeah, this is, this is right. Okay, um, it's right. one of those four. Let me try. To, let me let me try to think this out here. Twenty percent of Americans never been outside of America. Seems low. Seems low. And this isn't adults, right? We're counting kids. Just yeah, counting kids the, on this. The question is as it stands. I, I and I even think forty seems low. I think forty seems low. I mean, really. Once you get it, once you start getting outside of Canada, Mexico, whatever, I mean, I would think that the number would be really high. But uh, yeah, but those count. Got That's outside. Living on the yeah, I'm between sixty and eighty. If I'm wrong, tell me now so we can save time. You're wrong. Really? Yeah. Okay. I'm wrong. That's correct. All right. So forty percent. You are correct. Forty wow. percent. That that's that's shocking to me. I would think the number would be higher. Yeah, but it isn't. It's uh I, I was it's funny, now that you say it, I'm thinking, yeah, you're right, it should be. But now that when I was thinking about it, I was like, damn, that number is ridiculously high. Like, where are these what are these people doing? You can't you can't get in your car and go visit Toronto? What's wrong with you? Well, I mean my I live in a house with four people, right? No, it makes sense. Two of us have been outside of the America and two haven't. Right. So right there, that's 50. Um, I'm just thinking kids. Yeah, and people without means, why are you going outside of the country? You know what I mean? If you're from wherever. And, and, so. and, and really, I know Mexico has some great vacation spots. And you know, I've probably been to Canada a handful of times, but not necessarily a primo destination when you think of, you know, if I had. No, it's not the first thing people think about. It's like, oh, plus the U.S. is just so loaded with different spots to visit itself. That uh, probably a lot of people aren't, you know, itching to go I'm to Canada. Saying, like middle, middle, middle America looking to go visit the Mexicans? <laughs> no. <laughs> that just doesn't, sound, doesn't honey, sound right to me. 
Honey, you want to go to the Wisconsin Dells or to uh, Juarez, Ciudad? I've actually been to Canada more than I've been to Mexico. So I think I've been to Mexico three or four times, four times. And I think I've been to Canada maybe half a dozen. So, yeah, I mean, not, you know. Well, if a certain band plays in Mexico, I'm there. If you told me that I will never visit Mexico or Canada again, it's not a huge blow. Fair enough. Not. Uh, What do you got for me in uh, general knowledge for this episode 156 of the Quizzo Trivia Podcast? Season four, the fourth in quarantine. I'm marking quarantine by our episodes in quarantine. Two for ten. Oh, boy. All three for 20. Almost. You know what? I'm I'm going to scratch. It's too hard. That's too hard. Let's do this. Ten points each. If you can name any two of the top three. Okay. Ten points each. Name two of the top three most common Latino last names in the United States. Since we're on the subject. Wow. What so a the good most one. common Latino last names. Ten points each. Top three. I will tell you, there's a top nine that I find to be almost indecipherable, and that's what makes this really tough. Because, but but it falls off a cliff. Like I think ten is Torres. Gotcha. So uh, like it's like yeah, I have I have a lot of names that just so, don't know where they fall. So I'm gonna I'm gonna start yeah, and, and, I'm gonna that, start that's with this uh, be a great it actually be a great number ten bonus. Wow, which I'm let's start with Gonzalez. Really I'm feeling yeah. lucky. No. Top nine, but not top three. Mm. <laughs> God. Could Rivera be in there? No. Mm. Oh, for two. Uh, let's see. Uh, well, the, the number one, which I was really surprised about, is actually the last name of one of our favorite people. Malapartida. Mara Jerry Garcia Yes, of course, Garcia Um, Okay And then you've got Pedro Martinez, that's what I should have said instead of Gonzalez I should have said Martinez And Part What'd you say, Part? Part I said Pudge. Oh, Pudge Rodriguez. Yes, that was on my my short list. Garcia, Martinez, Rodriguez. I think it's a great number 10 because other than Torres, I think the other nine are kind of like the ones you come up with. And I, and I love those where it's like something you ask a top 10. And people don't know it off the bat, but you work it out. You write them all down. And, you know, all the ones you had mentioned are there in the top nine. Yep. Nah, it's a great one. You know any Torres? Any Torres is out there? I know a lot of soccer Torreses. Okay. That's a big name in the. I had a Mr. Torres uh, that I, you know, grew up with in, in my uh, elementary school, but uh, that was the only Torres I knew. No, it's uh, it's funny. I think is there so- like a famous Torres that I'm missing? Well, like I said, a lot of soccer Torreses that I could think of. Right, get out of soccer for a second. I know. No, not not that not that I could right. really think of. No, like Frankie Torres. That was <laughs> I'm on, sure. Uh, <laughs> on season on season four right. of uh, uh, of uh, Road Rules, <laughs> What's... Oh, the kid from Malcolm in the Middle, Frankie Torres. No, That's no. not his name, man. Frankie name? Munez. <laughs> mm. Yeah, it's... Munez. Yeah, okay. That's not one area. That's not the top nine. No. <laughs> not quite the same thing. It has a Z, <laughs> uh, but it's not quite the same thing. Um... Yeah, that's that's interesting. No, I wouldn't have gotten it for sure. And uh, it's funny because I think the two most common names, first and last, it's an interesting dynamic because the combination of those names you would never find anywhere. So I think like uh, Muhammad is the most. Well, what about common... Jerry Garcia? I mean, there you go. Like, is there anybody I think of less as being Latino than Jerry Garcia? No. No. <laughs> But his last name is the most common Latino surname in the country. Yeah, and there's there's it never no occurs to me that that he's, he's Latino. Latino. Yeah, but he, he is clearly Latino. <laughs> so, I'm a little nervous at the end of this uh, quarantine. I'm going to be looking like him. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> dude, the, the haircut thing is definitely a problem. I, I was militant. I give shout-out to Ryan's Barbershop in Linwood, where I went every other week. Militant. And this is going to get 
weird fast for me. I might have a mullet by the end of this. I might look like Joe Dirt. Well, you, I, I, I will say you, you get a haircut more than, uh, I mean, you might get three haircuts for every haircut I get. Maybe even more. I don't know. Your, your, your hair is always perfect. Yeah, well, that's because they used to send me to the woman who cut Asian kids' hair because it's so straight. It just grows straight out like a chia pet. <laughs> Nothing I could do about Mine it. Mine is like, I needed a haircut like the Saturday that the governor closed the, everything. And I, was like, I was like, I gotta get a haircut yep. today. And, and <laughs> you failed. Like, oh, <laughs> you oh, failed. <laughs> I got my, 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 my wife taking care of shaving my neck and uh, we'll see what happens. I don't know. You just Yeah, I'm kind of like leaning towards just shaving my head. Like seriously. Like, well, depending my cousin on... did. My cousin did, and he's like, "Are you thinking about it?" And I'm like, "I don't know. I'm not, about it. I'm not ready. I'm not I, I have, I have uh, perused Amazon to see if I could find a Floby or two for sale, and maybe I'll go down that road because you know, yeah, yeah, exactly. A I vintage Floby. There, there was go, an article uh, published online about how to give yourself a haircut, and it's like buy this three-way mirror, get these attachments. I was like, this is going to cost two hundred dollars to put this rig together. It's ten haircuts. I'm not, I'm just going to wait. Um, all right, I got another one for you, Nick. Um, what type of design comes in gingham, buffalo check, and madras? What type of design? Yeah, design or pattern is a good way to put it. A design or pattern comes in gingham, buffalo check, and madras. Mm. All right, so the only... I mean, I know Madras because I like those. Uh, I like that lentil soup, that Indian food from Trader Joe's. I get the Madras lentils. <laughs> Buffalo check, I've never heard of before in my life. But gingham, I know because there's a store called the Gingham Whale. Have you ever heard of this store? No, I haven't. I, I honestly have no idea where. It, like, it literally, it could be in Ocean City, which is you know ten minutes from my house, or it could be in Newport, Rhode Island. I have no <laughs> idea where store. I saw this store. <laughs> I literally, I, I just know I saw a store one time, and there was and some was water nearby, and it smelled like salt in the air. <laughs> I, I, I'm almost ninety five percent. It was either in Ocean City or Newport, Rhode Island. Right, which is so I have to look it up. One where five minutes from where you live and you frequent all the time, and the other is in Rhode Island. I've been to once. Right. Yeah, I was, I was Never heard you time. mentioned before. <laughs> oh, my favorite story about Newport, Rhode Island is I, I walk into this store. They have a lot of great shops and all. I, I walk into this store, and they had this uh, sweater. Now, the time of year, I think it was late September. Either, yeah, late Back September, in 63? Back in... 63. Was what a very special time for me. You didn't, uh, you didn't get that? Yeah, because you just said late September. Yeah. Isn't that the isn't that late the song? September. Yeah, I know. It's December 63, September, whatever. Yeah. It was still funny. Anyway, moving along. Um, so I got to answer your question here about yeah. the Kingdom Whale. Yep, yep. Uh, oh, so here, here's a clue I can give you. You would see Buffalo Check style basically on almost all clothing in the Midwest and Canada. It is like the universal design adopted for those regions for some strange reason. I don't know why. Well, I was leaning towards plaid. <laughs> you got it. But Okay, yeah, because the Gingham Whale, I remember there being a shop and, it, and it, the actual whale looked of Gingham. Like, I don't know. Yeah, plaid. Yeah. yeah, those are all styles of plaid. Plaid has a ton of different styles, and Buffalo Check is that red-black uh, plaid style that, like, you know, the brawny man wears and, and whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Madras sure. is like a tropical plaid, like, with all these it's bright funny, colors. That, that plaid came back. Like, that was something that was popular at some point in the well, I think it's kind early, of a hot look for, like, like a Canadian chick. I was like, man, that is just... That when that went out of style, I was like, we're never going to see that again. Um, <laughs> that was a moment in time for all of us. You can't kill plaid for some reason. Right, what else? Now you... I think, uh, like okay. a, what do you call the people that like dress like they, you know, they go to Villanova or whatever? You know, the what, is that, what is that style of dress? What did you call them? Mummers. <laughs> no. Joke. <laughs> not, not like preppy, but uh, it's even worse. Oh. Um... Uh, I can't, I can't, 
like uh, the girls, you know, she's like a little Ab- Pulitzer, like Abercrombie, that, whatever. Yeah, they, 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 nah, yeah, it's even it's even worse. It's like pink socks with floods, there's uh, Sperry oh. shoes. I don't know. You know Awful. what I'm talking about? I, I do. It's uh, pretentious. It's I don't know what the style <laughs> what is, but called. I know what the yeah, what the feel is. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, uh, not I too. Uh, I, I, here's where I find it appropriate. I like it in pajama bottoms, right? Okay, all right. Like, Fair if I'm enough. wearing a pair of comfortable flannel pajama bottoms, I'm fine with them being plaid. No problem. Totally acceptable. How about socks? Socks? Yeah, socks are okay. And uh, I'm also okay I'm with, wearing... like, hot Canadian girls wearing plaid shirts in, in the North. I'm fine with that. Okay. It's not my first. It would not be my first choice. I like I that just, look. Yeah. I like. I like a like a. Yeah. You have to. You're gonna have to send me a, a picture of that or something because I'm, I'm not picturing it. Trust me, I'll I'll get you. There, there was a shot <laughs> of a. There was a shot of like a bar in Calgary, and everybody in there was wearing basically the same outfit. It's the funniest picture I've ever seen in my life. Everybody was attractive, <laughs> but they were all wearing like the yeah, same. Uh, yeah. yeah. The, the girls in Canada are beautiful. There's no question. Uh, it's just. A plaid shirt wouldn't be my first thought. All right. Uh, what do you right, got? Where are we in this thing? We're still general knowledge. We general haven't even knowledge? Moved, yeah, we haven't All even right, moved on one, to sports yet. Here. Okay. Uh, the USDA grades meat. Yes, they, they do. Have eight. Ooh. They have eight grades of meat. Okay. Love it. Mm. Might be another bonus question out there. But anyway. Yeah, I could name like a bunch the off the top of my head. There's like. Choice and prime, and I want to know the best. You given you given me multiple choice. You want multiple choice? I'll give it to you. Yeah, because I can identify it when I hear it because it doesn't sound like it should be. uh, I'm going to go with uh, choice, prime, and select as your cuts of beef. What is the best? Yeah, I think it's choice, right? No, choice is crap. Uh, Select. That sounds like the least one. <laughs> yeah, like I select this one. Right. It's it's that like an it's I like an Indiana it. Jones thing. Like in the last in the Last Crusade, when he selects the Holy Grail, and it's like you have chosen wisely. It's like this is a carpenter's cup. <laughs> it's like not the right. <laughs> doesn't sound like it should be the right one, but it is. I'm going with select. It's prime. Oh, okay, that's good. Like Amazon prime beef, USDA's top grade. Yeah, choice is not choice. Sounds like it should be, but it isn't. Select yeah, doesn't it, sound like you, it should you be. You see the, it does. I think the prime, prime sounds great. Yeah, as far prime's as, good. I don't know. Maybe it's just ingrained in my head. USDA prime. It's like, yeah. Well, that's what I was Give thinking. Like, that's what it should be. But for some reason, I felt like, isn't there something above prime? Yep. Or no, prime's the best. Prime. Prime's prime. the best. Prime's number one. What's what's like uh, chunk? Is that something? <laughs> this is, is what we call a chunk. It's leftover no, no, stuff. Chunk? Chunk is what they do with the choice because they can't sell it. In, you can't cook it like a steak because it's too tough. So they <laughs> they put it in chunks. We tried. So put it in like a stew. So because if you cook it all day, it can tenderize it, but it'll right. be you know so well done. That's so funny. Um, all right. Well, this is. Uh... I don't know if I can find a way to tie this question into that. We could save this one for next week, actually, and move into sports. I think we gave him enough in general knowledge. Um, okay. All right, this is a weird one, dude. I'm gonna I'm gonna start you off with a weird one, okay? In 1918, 93, and possibly 2019, what city's winning of a championship has been followed by a major sports cancellation of a championship the following season? Ah, this old, uh, so dumb luck here. Okay, can you give me the years one more time? So the the big one is nineteen eighteen. Okay, nineteen ninety three, which is the best clue you've got in this, and then this year. So it's a team that won a championship in two thousand nineteen. So that should be fairly. It's easy. the same team, though. It's not a team from different. No, sports. no, it's different sports, same city, same city. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So it could be a baseball team from 1918. Correct. A could be in anything okay. from anything. But it's very like weird year. because if this so team, this, so if this, this city this wins a championship, bad shit goes down. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. You don't want this city winning anything. 
you want them is, to are be. Are these the only three championships the city has? No, but okay. There's a reason. There's a specific caveat to that, which I cannot give away. And we're talking about the four major pro sports. Yes. There's no soccer here. I'm, cu- I'm curious as to why 93 would be my best clue if we just had a season this year. Yeah, I mean, you, yeah, this year, uh, this year too. It's just this year hasn't actually had the cancellation yet. Nobody's actually canceled yet. But they've won a championship yes. this year. Yes, yes. And that's okay. why it's weird because somebody went back and was like, huh, that's interesting. The last couple of times this city has engaged in championship activities bad shit happened also what's that all about okay all right so let's think about our champions well toronto (laughs) you're all over it (laughs) first city out of your mouth you got it toronto canada so they they won it. They won it. What was it. the nineteen eighteen? What was the nineteen eighteen championship? Though? Hockey. That, that, oh, the the the, the, the uh, was it, was it the Maple Leafs back then? Uh, whatever the hell they were, but the Spanish flu. They won it, and then the Spanish flu canceled it the next year. Oh my gosh. Yep, and then and then there was the, the strike season in baseball. Yep, and now they right? won it in basketball. So the caveat is obviously the, the Maple Leafs have been historically very successful, so they've won it plenty of times. But outside of that. The other teams win it once in a blue moon, and once when they win it, something seems to happen. Just saying. So let's all just root against Toronto. That's easy. Uh, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going that far. <laughs> I'm just saying, be very skeptical if they're having a good year. You might want to stock up on toilet paper and paper towels if they're having a good year. That could be the thing. It's like your uh, waffle well, house. That leads you. That leads me into a great bonus question. That uh, is a good tie-in for this one. Okay. Okay. Ten points each. What two provinces have multiple NHL teams? Name the two Canadian provinces with multiple NHL teams. Okay, so there's two on, of them. They're ten points each. So Ontario. All right, you got the first one. Now I believe the second one to be more difficult. Right, but it's but, not. But it's not. It's going to be uh, um, Calgary. That is not a province, my man. No, let's see. Cal- it's Calgary is the city in the province. So the province is uh, got Calgary and Vancouver. What provinces got Calgary and Vancouver? British Columbia. Is that it? Uh, British Columbia is the province Saskatchewan? of Vancouver. <laughs> it's the province of Vancouver, but the, it's not Calgary and Vancouver. Okay, so that's why. Saskatchewan. Let's see, where's the Win- Winnipeg Jets and the Edmonton Oilers? Are they in the same one? Possibly. I wouldn't even know what the hell that is. Uh, the Quebec Nordique still a franchise, Nick? No. Does Quebec have no. a team? No, no, no. Yeah, Quebec has the Montreal Canadiens. Oh, yeah, there you go. Uh, so they used to have the Montreal Canadiens and the Quebec Nordiques? Right. Wow, interesting. Is there another team in Quebec? No. Nope. So it's wherever Edmonton and Winnipeg are. No, no, no. It's where it's Cal. You had it right with Calgary, but oh. you had Calgary in British Columbia, and it's not. Vancouver is in British Columbia. Calgary is in a different province than. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. So you had me confused here. Yeah. So Calgary. God, they I, call it the battle for this province when these two play. Right. I, I, I should are... I should know this because it's one of the few places I've actually been. So it's yeah, a, I was going to say I thought you would have a little advantage here since you've been to this province. Well, uh, that's what I'm that, saying. Is Saskatchewan the province? No, not. There's another Jesus. province. I'm, I'm totally blanking on it. Um, the Rough Riders. Let's see. When I flew into Calgary, what the hell was the name of the province that I flew into? Because I went to Jasper, and I went to Banff. Uh, I went to all these different places in the province, and I can't remember the provinces. Do you have the have you narrowed it down to what the other city is, what the other team is, Calgary, and where? Because um, you mentioned them, I just I wasn't sure if you had the two. Yeah, right. the, f- the f- let's see, the Calgary Flames and the uh, Winnipeg Jets. No, Edmonton. Edmonton 
Oh, damn it. I got it. Yep. It's Alberta. Yep. Yeah. The battle for Alberta. Alberta. Calgary and Edmonton. Yep, yep, yep. It took me it took me a second. It's one of those it's things where I had Alberta. a Alberta. Yep. It took me a second a until question, I said because I don't even think people know until, what Alberta is. Until I said Alberta. Edmonton. Like Edmonton yeah, was the Edmonton, trigger word. Alberta, Canada. Yeah, I, I hear wrestler, that all all three of we them grow, all the time. Was there a wrestler when we were growing up that they used to announce like from Edmonton, Edmonton Alberta, Alberta Canada. Canada? Yeah, some, it, it does sound. It, it sounds, sounds those three. It was a trigger word. That's all I know. There was a trigger in there. Um, yeah. All right, so that's very very interesting. Uh, I have two gems for you. I'm going to give you one of them real quick, and then the next one we'll do to lead into geography history because it's sort of both. It's like borderline. Okay. Um. Nick, what NFL backup quarterback, okay, will have the same head coach in consecutive seasons for the first time in his 10-year career? And I will give you a hint. He was a first-round pick. So think about that for a second. This dude got re-signed by a team, okay? He is now playing for the same head coach for the first time in a decade. Yeah. He was a first-round pick. <laughs> Talk about being born under a bad sign. Like, however you went about things, like, it didn't... Your agent was giving you bad advice every single time. That's all I could say. Right, right. It's just your whole <laughs> career has just been a mess. Hey, uh, it's your agent, Blaine. I got good news and bad news. <laughs> What's, what's the good news? You got a job. What's the bad it, news? You're going to move. Jeez. Yeah, it's funny because he's a – so career backup. Yeah. Career backup drafted in the first round. Yep. Not a ton of guys that fit that mold because usually in the first round you make enough money where you either just go out of the league like a liner or somebody like that. Yeah, plus like he's, if, you're, if you're a first-round pick – the odds of your coach being fired after one year is like bizarre because usually you get a little bit of a grace period just by virtue you of the fact free, that you get a free year. Yeah. Yep. It's kind of even have that. Yeah, it's it's it, very bizarre. Very, very bizarre. You didn't even have that. Yeah. I would have probably have had 10 guesses had you not said first round draft pick, but who was taken in the first round of a draft? It's just a career backup and never got a shot. And then you think of a guy like, you know, you know even a guy like Bridgewater, who was a backup, who's now going to be a starter. Now I'm going to give you the, I, I could give you, I could give you a hint here. That's very weird. You ready? The guy I, he's yeah, backing I up. I don't know that I want. The guy he's backing yeah. up has been the exact opposite. The exact opposite. Okay. The exact opposite meaning he was a late round draft pick who just who played for Oh, the... oh, oh he's been with the same team forever. And was a late round draft pick. Yeah. You, you hit it right on the head. Oh, a late. All right. I think I have to do this the, the hard way. Uh which I hate doing, but I can eliminate I mean it, 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 uh is he backing up? I don't know who Dak Prescott's backup is. Dak mm. Prescott's backup. Damn good question, sir. All right, so we can eliminate the NFC East. I uh, cannot NFC name Dak North. Prescott's backup. Uh, I'm not so sure Dak not Prescott be... can name Dak Prescott's backup. Foles was not a first-round draft pick. Stafford, not. Mm. Man, this is a really good question, man. I am just absolutely it's at a loss. It's here. such a fascinating dynamic because, like I said, the QB room is one guy who's playing for a different coach for the first time ever. <laughs> And another guy who's done nothing but play for different coaches every single year who's playing for the same coach for the first time ever. One was highly touted first-round pick who is just 
the fact that he's a 10-year player is fucking amazing to me. Pardon my French. I, I might have to hit that button that says explicit language for that one. You're saying that the guy, the guy that he, the fact that he's hung in the league for 10 years is one of the most remarkable things ever. Considering how bad this guy is and how little a body of work he has. Like I said, he doesn't stay on the same team ever. He plays for someone new every year. He keeps coming back somehow. I don't understand it. And I can assure you, if he sees the the field this year, it'll be the worst thing ever. All right, let let, let me me do it like this because I'm just not getting anywhere. Okay. Um, So who's the QB who's now playing for a new coach who's never played for a different coach in his career? Maybe go that direction. Yeah, I'm thinking of the, 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 the coaching carousel, but all right. So, I mean, the guy. All right. So, uh, Tom Brady. Ding, 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 ding. Okay. The GOAT. Right. Drafted Th- 199 overall. Who was backing up Tom Brady? Bizarro Tom Brady. The reverse of Tom Brady. The opposite in every <sighs> Right, so this guy respect. was a first-round draft pick, yes. and he's got his first year under Arian. First time he's had Arians for two years in a row. You are backing so up the is... goat with a goat. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Literally a goat. <laughs> goat. Like, but, so it's, was Jameis' backup last year? Yes. But Fitzpatrick didn't start this. So he started the season in, in Miami. Yeah, Fitz, year, right? Fitz was on Miami all season last year. Okay. But this guy played, I believe, didn't he? he sure Looks did. Like he at some point. Yes, he sure yeah, did. Yeah, he sure did. Thirty picks. He all. played. So this guy did play last. He year did play. He played last year. Did this guy go to Missouri? He did go to Missouri, Nick. <laughs> oh <my laughs> he God. went to Missouri. <laughs> oh, you're getting so close. Oh, He's so obscure. You is cannot it, even name him, even with that. What's that? Is his name Stanton? Drew Stanton is who you're thinking about, who went to Michigan State. That would have been an excellent yeah, guess, not, but no, not, no. I'm trying to think of this guy's. I'm trying to think of this guy's name. <laughs> this is the best. This is the best. I, I, you got his school. Was, you remember him? You got I, his I got school. school. I got the footwork. I mean, he was. He looked like the, he had the worst footwork of any quarterback I ever have seen in an NFL game. I mean, it was like. Celebrating about 10 happy. years, and now he is going to back up the GOAT. They're like, hey, here's the deal. We have uh, a certain amount of money to spend on the QB position. The problem is the backup and the backup's backup are going to be basically league minimum guys. $5. Who are you going to be able to get? Well, I got this guy. He's actually. Can you give me this guy's initials to put me out of my misery here? BG. 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 Yep. He's got one of those. Blaine Dabbert. You bet. Blaine. Yo, Gabbert, Gabbert. That's just a great question, and I just couldn't get home. I don't know. I got school. I couldn't get Blaine year career. First time he's playing for the same head coach twice, and he is backing up the GOAT. You better hope you keep the GOAT upright, folks. Who drafted Blaine Gabbert? The Jacksonville Jaguars. Remember it like it was yesterday. That'll explain it. <laughs> yeah, That'll explain absolutely. It. <laughs> Many moons ago, he was. He I was, just hope they don't end up with Trevor Lawrence. He was so. Squad he was so bad in Jacksonville that he got his coach fired, and then he basically got benched like two games into his second season, and it was just like we, we can't play with this guy's just the worst thing I've ever seen. He was mm. that kind of bad. And somehow he made it to like he was a third stringer for like three years. He was on San Francisco. His his resume is ridiculous. He's turning into clipboard Jesus. It's exactly who he's turning into. He is the second coming of clipboard Jesus. He just needs to grow the hair right. and the facial hair. All right, I. Uh... Oh, real quick, did you see who called Geno Smith a turd on national TV? It's not really a trivia question, but I wanted to ask you. <laughs> no, I didn't see it. Rex Ryan. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he said, Thanks, coach. He said, "Hey, Tom Brady." Uh, I, I, he said, "Yeah, Bill Belichick. Let's see how he wins when he when he has somebody else uh, instead of Tom Brady, like a turd like Geno Smith." 
And Chino Smith came right back out and called him two faced and like a like a, a liar and you know it's like coach did you really have to throw that dude under the bus like that calling him a turd he was he was such a turd um uh, did you have another sports one for me you wanted to go well, I have one, yeah I have, one, I have one last one that uh, transitions into geography history so it could be my geography history question uh as well so or okay, one of i'll them. give you a quick sports one then yep and then you can do yours uh name the first year the dodgers beat the yankees in the world series 1955 only happened once. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, are you kidding? No, no, they beat them again. Uh, not as the Brooklyn Dodgers, they didn't. Oh, right, but I'm just saying the Dodgers. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. No, no, no. 1955. That, that, that doesn't matter. <laughs> Whatever. You made it all work. Right. The, 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 when they became the L.A. Dodgers, they no longer were the Dodgers. They were, they were of no consequence to anybody in New York anymore. Except if they moved out to L.A. My dad gave up baseball for like 30 years. It is funny. You know, you wonder why couldn't L.A. just have started a new franchise? Like, why did they have people to take? Because people are bastards. Mm-hmm. Our country is just a history of a country filled with money-grubbing bastards. It is crazy, though. If you think of the country now and then you think of, like, how popular baseball is and how, you know, there's the national pastime and all. And there wasn't a West Coast team until after 1950. When did they move? 57? Yeah, uh, 59, I think. Something? 59. 59? Yeah, yep. okay. Um, okay, anyway. so here we go. Here's the question that transitions. Uh, what is the name of the legendary basketball park in the Harlem neighborhood of Manhattan in New York City? Mm. You've heard mm. of this, right? Oh, yeah, they, they play the one-on-one games yep, there. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, there's a great video I saw because I got time on my hands to watch stuff of uh, uh, of Kevin Garnett. Um, not Kevin Garnett. I'm sorry. Of, is it called uh, Park something Park? Yes, yes, it is. Uh, I wish I had a guess. Uh, well. well, well it could be renamed Hootie and the Blowfish Park, but it isn't. Oh, Rucker Park. Hey, I got you there. <laughs> Word Rucker association Park. if we were playing it. Hootie. <laughs> Rucker. <laughs> That's exactly right. Rucker Park in Harlem. All right. Uh, what do you got, geography history? I got a nice bonus one here for you. Ooh. Uh, 10 points each, okay? Yep. Two answers, 10 points each. Name the two U.S. presidents that have middle names that are the last name of former U.S. presidents. Oh. There's two U.S. presidents that have middle names, and they those middle names are actually the last names of U.S. presidents. This is a murderous question. It's like one of those, if you just know it, you know it. There's no U.S. president with the last name Delano. Um, you know right. what I, I learned this week? I didn't put it in the quiz, but Delano's you, uh, grandpa. You, you want a clue to make this easier? Yes. I'll give you, I'll give you a clue to make this easier. Both of these guys have been president in our lifetime. Okay. So you can narrow it down easily. Well, of course, you have President Hussein. So, uh, right. Barack Obama. <laughs> exactly. Um, exactly the one that crossed Anyway, over. Frank FDR's uh, grandpappy, you know what he did for a living? He was an opium dealer and smuggler. Isn't that nice to learn? And was proud of it. Called it an honorable profession. <laughs> Just learned that this week. Um, all right. So, let's see. In our lifetime, George Herbert Walker Bush. Uh Donald J. Trump. What does the J stand for? J. It's just J. Uh, what do we have? We had Herbert George Herbert Bush. We had uh, Jimmy Cotta Ronald Reagan. That's who we had to choose from. Ronald Reagan? I don't know what his middle name is. You got it. You got it. Ronald Wilson. Hey. hey okay. <laughs> so that's one, right? 
You got one, yeah. Okay, so uh, process of elimination. Certainly, and uh, I'm gonna go with um, Bill Clinton. Forgot him. Slick Willie. You got him. Jefferson. You got him. William Jefferson Clinton. Jefferson. William. Yeah, that that Jefferson one came to me. I was like, I'm you missing got, somebody here. You got I'm missing there. somebody. Yeah, well, Reagan was a guess. I didn't even know his middle name. <laughs> so I didn't get there. I just, <laughs> I, I was going with Carter not being it and, uh, you know, uh, that having a shot. So, all right, that's a good one. Um, I got two gems and a bonus at the end of this. So this one I'll give you, it's a quick one, but it's really interesting. And I didn't know it. And I'm insanely surprised that I didn't. And for some reason, this just flew under my radar. But what country controls Aruba, Nick? Uh, Aruba, Jamaica. Aruba is not. Ooh, I, 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 I want to take you. I mean, honestly, for lack of a better guess, I would have said the UK. Right? That'd be a good guess. Yeah. Nope. Yeah, I mean, like, outside of there, but, but just throwing darts. What if I told you that the uh, main city in Aruba was named Orangestad? O R E N J S T A D. Orenstad. Switzerland? Nope. The Netherlands. Oh, okay. Yeah. The I Nether- had no idea. The Netherlands still controls Aruba to this day. It's not an Does independent. Does that mean they have the same laws as Amsterdam? Yeah. I don't know. I well, I don't know what what they got going on down there. I know that it's uh, it's a province of the Netherlands. It's controlled as a territory of the Netherlands. Like they have like a governor, and he reports back to the people that run the Netherlands. So crazy. I am insanely interested in Aruba. You know why? Because it is the only major tropical island. First of all, it's huge, right? It's not like a tiny island where literally the whole thing can get swallowed up. It has a big middle okay. of the island. Two, it's outside of the hurricane zone lying about 25 miles north of Venezuela. So it doesn't get hit with those hurricanes. Interesting. Um, and their uh, soccer culture is through the roof. They have a 18-team, uh, two-tier pro division. Ten teams in the first division, wow. eight teams in the second division on one island. And because it's controlled by the Netherlands. And tremendous talent and importing of talent from all of South America. So... Fascinating, cool. right? All right. How about Kokomo FC? I got, they can play uh, in I Key West. Have, uh, one more for you here, geography history. Who coined the term Iron Curtain in 1946? Who coined the term Iron Curtain in 1946? I only have two guesses, but I'm going to go with Churchill. You got it. Yeah, okay. It was either him or uh, Roosevelt. On fire so. in geography history. Uh, all right, let's move on to entertainment, unless you have anything else in geography history that you want to get to. No, we're good, man. Let's move on. All right. My I got a couple of good ones. This one is uh, not only interesting, but hilarious at the same time. Nick, in 2003, what movie was so bad, so poor, so terribly made that Sean Connery retired from acting after he saw his performance in it? Oh, man. Wow. <laughs> this is This is it. Phenomenal question here. All right, I'm gonna... <laughs> First of all, did you know there was this movie that literally caused him to just say, you know what I'm done? <laughs> That's it. I had enough. No, I didn't. He, I didn't realize he, he was he so right. It's just he just got to a point where he was of an age that he no, no longer. No, he had one experience where he's like, movie making has it's over. I'm done. I'm not doing this anymore. Movie was that bad. All right, sorry. Question from the top, one more time. Sure. In two thousand three, what movie was so poor it made Sean Connery retire from acting after he saw his performance in it? Two thousand three. So he's like seventeen years, huh? Hmm. That is okay. Where was I in two thousand three? And where was Sean Connery? Where would I have seen him? Oh, it could have been that. Um, <laughs> it was is the word family in it? No, but you're. Okay. I think you so might. That be, movie was. What movie are you thinking of? Wasn't he in a movie with Matthew Broderick, where they um, they eat 
exotic animals? Nah, man, that was Marlon Brando, and uh, that was a million years ago. Oh, that was called The Freshman. Sean, Con- the Freshman. Yeah, the movie with Matthew Broderick was with Marlon Brando, where they eat exotic animals, and it was called The Freshman. The name of that movie is called The Freshman. And Sean Connery wasn't in it. Not at all. He was not in it. Bruno, uh, what's his name? Bruno Kirby and Marlon Brando. Marlon Brando was like playing the Godfather, basically, in that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. I have it confused with another movie. That's what I'm saying. I might, I might have it confused with this other movie, and that's the movie that I'm thinking of. Gotcha. Now this is a, this is a movie you will definitely have heard of, but I do not know you would have seen. We we were on the run at that point in terms of. Uh, concerts and whatever else so there were not a lot of movie nights and i know you and i never once talked about this movie at all no one else has either nobody has ever been like you know what movie is underrated uh is it like some kind of king arthur movie a, li- a little-ish like a, it's not it's not like like a knight, Where he plays a knight it's a very english uh... it's a very english thing but not but it's not ancient it's not like a historic. No, it doesn't take place in, in history. No, nah, it's more like a superhero I... movie. Oh, it's a superhero movie. Yeah. Oh gosh, it was it a TV show that became a movie that they made into a movie. I think it was a comic book that became a movie. It was a comic book. Yeah. Was it? Was it called Avengers? <laughs> Sean Connery as Mr. Et. No, uh, it was not Avengers. Give up? Uh, I did see this movie. I'm telling I, I, no, it's, just, <laughs> it's a terrible movie. It's not Avengers, but like, I, I think it's that kind show, of thing. It's that kind of thing. Yeah, it's just, I, I just haven't thought about it. And it, it it's like the original show, okay? Um, The woman in it. Was played by the Game of Thrones, um, uh, the 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 Queen of Roses, or that wasn't her name, but you know, yeah, you know yeah. the older. Yeah, woman. yeah, sure, of course, I know what you're talking about. She's she, uh... she starred in this. I believe she starred in this show, the English version of you know that English show back in the day. Makes sense. Um, so I know the show. I know the movie. I didn't remember it as being that bad. Oh, it was bad enough I, that I, Sir Sean Connery threw in the towel yeah. after it. He was like, I'm done. Yeah. That's it. This is where Gosh, movies are going. I know. I, wish I, should, I should throw in the towel, but for some reason, I, I can't. I... All right. Go ahead. The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. You got it. Okay. That was not the same movie I was thinking of. So okay. I, I was just all over the place on that. On that, on that, um, that was not the. Um, no problem. Yeah, that's the movie. That's that's what ended that Sean Connery's true. acting career. The League of Extraordinary okay. Gentlemen. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. All right. I don't know that I ever saw it. I can't. I can't place. But yeah, it sounds awful. <laughs> it's literally. <laughs> it does. It sounds pretty awful. He's watching it. He's like, I'm never gonna act again. <laughs> like you imagine the moment where that happened. Or he watched some like ridiculous yeah, stunter. No, I, 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 I listen. I respect. I respect him wholeheartedly for making that decision. Yeah, because he saw no the future of movie going. making was all going in the direction of these terrible, over budgeted. You know, he's like, I- I'm done. Well, and, and you know, and you're, you know, he, he's made enough money. I'm not going to be a circus clown anymore. His reputation by exactly going out there and making a fool out of himself. I'm not going to be a circus clown for you people anymore. Um, all right, what do you got in entertainment? I have one more, and we can. Who call is the it a youngest show. person ever to host Saturday Night Live? Yeah, Drew Barrymore. Young, my girl. Boom. Any idea the age? Yeah, she did it really young. Nine. Seven. Seven. Yeah, it was uh, irreconcilable differences when she starred in that movie. Irreconcilable oh, wow. differences. Right. Fantastic movie. Did you ever see that movie? Not off the top of my head, I don't remember it. Oh, it's an amazing movie. So the backstory of the movie is um, your favorite TV show and mine growing up changed dramatically because of that movie. That was the first movie starring a character that used to be on a show, and the show had to lose the character, and it was a huge deal that the show lost the character. Any guess? Cheers? You got it. 
Shelley Long. So Shelley Long played the mom in Irreconcilable Differences. That was her first big movie break after she left uh, Cheers. And that's when she left Cheers? Yeah, she so left that, Cheers for that, that movie. That was before Money Pit? Was that, the, was that the next one? Yeah, which she did with Tom Hanks. Yep. Um, she had a mm-hmm. she had a group lined up, uh, but that one was starring uh, O'Neill. Uh, what, what was uh, uh, what's that guy? Uh, Ryan O'Neill. Yeah, Ryan O'Neill. Yeah, sorry, it was, that, yeah it was it was starring uh, Drew Barrymore, Ryan O'Neill, and uh, Shelley Long. It's a great movie. So basically, the premise is it's about a couple. They have a kid, this young girl, um, and the dad becomes uh, is like a struggling writer director who can't really get himself together. But then he gets a big break and becomes this huge writer uh, or his huge director, and he basically cheats on his wife and breaks up with her, Shelley Long. Uh, you know, moves into a huge mansion. Mansion. The kid gets caught in the middle because she's basically like, you know, uh, this this expendable item from the previous marriage. While he's off with the the new hot wife, uh, but then fortunes turn, and he fails at a series of movies in a row, and basically becomes uh, bankrupt, and nobody will hire him. And she becomes this incredible writer from writing these uh, romantic fantasies about you know men that are not her ex husband. And she ends up buying the house that he had to leave. Uh, so Drew Barrymore is this seven-year-old kid who's caught in between this thing, basically being raised by a Spanish housekeeper the whole time. Uh, it's a great movie. And for me, as a divorced kid, there's nothing I related with more than that movie growing up. That was like the movie that I was like, I understand this movie. So, interesting. Yeah, sounds like a great premise. What does it say about men in general that the first thing that seems to happen after large success is that they leave their wife? Well, in this case, it was even like more <laughs> egregious because like he was a director and she was the star of the movie. You know what I mean? So it's just like so over the top and whatever. And he was Ryan O'Neill played such a perfect scumbag because he was like, you know, so two faced, so sweet to his daughter. But then like, you know, oh, yeah, honey, well, I'll be there. I'll be there. And then just doesn't show. So it's just disappointment after disappointment, disappointment. Um, all right. This is the last one of episode 156 of the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. Nick, what Stephen King character was named as a white Irishman in his book, but was played by an African-American on screen? All right. So I need the character. That's yes. Just the character. I need the character name. Character name. First name was he played by Michael? Was he played by Michael Clark Duncan? I wish he was. He was not. Okay, no. All right, I got it. The Gunslinger. Nope. Because he was played by Idris Elba on the big screen. Oh, great guess. But he this guy was named because he was a white Irishman in the book. That's how he got his name. So, right, right. So right, the name right. itself would indicate that he is a white, right. white Irishman. Well, I'm just thinking of the, you know, all right. I was I was looking at it from perspective of the uh, black actor in a Stephen King movie and trying to go backwards. This is probably the most noted performance in a Stephen King movie ever. It'd be hard to find a a bigger one. Well, Jack Nicholson in, in The Shining, right? Right, but he's not African American. <laughs> That's the problem. You're, okay, okay. You're saying you're right. Okay. Right. So not the biggest role in a Stephen King movie. The biggest play by an African American. Correct. I got you. Correct. I got you. I got you. I got you. I got. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. All right. So I need the character that was played just the by character's name. Just the... What was the character? What was his name? Man, your questions this week are just stuff I haven't thought about in 20 years. I got time on my hands, bro. <laughs> I'm quarantine. I got nowhere to go. Oh, gosh, what was his name? It was not Atticus Finch. Atticus Finch. That's a great, what a great. August. His name, his name wasn't August, right? Well, again, he got his name because he was named for being a white Irishman. Yeah. So, what would you call an Irishman? 
Patty O'Brien. Right. Well, what are what are Irishmen's most notable features most of the time, at least stereotypically? Mick O. Red. Ah. So his name was Red. Red. Yes. Morgan Freeman's character in Shawshank Redemption is Red. Red was here. Remember, he engraves Red. it on the thing. Do you ever wonder why yeah, his name was Red? Picture, but I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't picture it being Red. So yeah, his name is Red. I beat myself up too much because I wasn't. It wasn't something that is either like. Gotcha. I, I picture that Red was here, but I, I couldn't come up with Red. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> he I was, was named Red because in the book, in the Shawshank Redemption book, Red was an Irishman who was incarcerated, and he had red, bright red hair. <laughs> <laughs> Right, you said red is an odd name for an African American. Yes, I'm saying that Morgan Freeman. They're just like, well, are we going to rename him? They're like, no, just call him Red. You're like, you realize he was called Red because he was an Irishman with red hair in the book, right? Who cares? Nobody's going to remember that. If I'm out in the sun, if I'm out in the sun for two minutes, you can start calling me Red. (laughs) It makes sense in an Irishman. But but if you look at an African American, that seems like the last nickname guy named. You would ever call him Red. Like, maybe his last name was Redmond, and they just called him Red. You know what I mean? I figured, like, there's there was some backstory to that, but that was why. Because he was a gotcha. differently named character. So, all right. Gotcha. Well, uh, people Nikki, will get it. I just I just haven't seen some. Yeah, it's just been a long time since I've seen Shawshank, but people will get it. Nick, pick a, a happy, uplifting song for us to go out on, because I don't have any this week. I need I need something fun and upbeat. Play DJ for us. Gotta go to gotta go to REM's shiny happy people. You know that that is an that, excellent guitar riff. There. That, that is an excellent that'll, excellent that'll... choice. And uh, play the game with me real quick, Nick. Play the game with me real quick. Uh, this is the REM Spotify game number one on the list. Is oh, well, I, I sure hope it's not. It's the end of the world. That's number uh... two on the list. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> Uh, I'm actually good. No, that's actually number album... four on the list. End of the world. Number four. REM's number one all-time song. And it's not even close. Gonna... Not even close. There, it's like 300 million ahead of second place. Yeah. Is it from the album Automatic for the People? Uh, I believe it's on the same album as Shiny Happy People, if that helps you. Oh, so it's losing my religion. It is number one with a bullet. Four hundred and sixty-four million plays. Any guesses to shiny happy people, which is number four? I, I, I would say you know, a hundred million. Hundred and eight million. You're getting good at the game, oh! Nick. You're getting good at the game. Okay. That's it for episode okay. one fifty-six, okay. folks. Have a good week. Stay inside. This has been the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. Visit us online at quizzopodcast.com for more information. 